want to discuss this week, Toyota Hay, which talks about faith. Amuna. You know, faith is one of the greatest challenge we all have. That uh, all of us sometimes question, unfortunately, the HR comes to us and question, is it, isn't it? And it is a very challenging thing, and people who believe are challenged. It's always interesting for me to note non-believers never have a never a challenge. Maybe maybe you're wrong, but not believing. So it's interesting to note, speak to people don't believe in anything. They talk with such a uh, I don't believe it's the truth, but because we all faith is a very challenging thing, and it's one of the things that the Baal Shem Tov and Great of his and special of Nachman, emphasized the great, great importance of faith. And it's not just, you know, we do believe, because fact is that we keep Shabbos, and the fact is that we get nervous when we do something wrong, it shows that we do believe, but the Yitzhahara always brings doubts into our mind. He slips at the, slips his, his that's what the Yitzhahara does. Yitzhahara you know, slips in to doubt yourself, to doubt the truth of things. And this is the challenge that we all have. And uh, we're going to see in a minute, but before I go on, one of the most important things Ram Nachman said, you know, if you believe, you don't need to have any proof. And if you don't believe, no proof is going to help. Because the common sense really says there is a creator. You know, what is the common common sense? Like I always say, the common sense says there's no way in the world such an incredible world could be done by itself. It, it is beyond stupidity. You know what I mean? To say that, you know, like I, I joke about it in shul, and I always say the clock that's hanging in my shul, if someone should have told me, <coughs> that I dug a mile down deep, and that's what came out after a trillion years, and look at me, you're nuts. I mean, how does the clock come exactly round with the numbers, and, you know, uh, working, you know? The one cell of our body is a lot more complex than that. So, but if you don't believe, you don't believe. And the, the, the common sense, and we are challenged, truth is, we are very much challenged in, in faith. And this was really clearly so when it came out of Mitzrayim, they, this was a big thing. You know, the week's Pasha, we read, Moshe Beni said, when I come to the Jewish people and they ask me, what's the name? So he said, say the name, Ekya Asha Ekya. So the commentaries that I'm bound and all the commentaries ask a very interesting question. If you believe, you don't need a name. God does not need a name to believe. I believe there's a creator. If I call him creator, if I call him the, the awesomeness, if whatever name you're going to give him, if you believe, you believe. What is the name? So many learn, before I get to the answer to that question, but many learn that Claudius had a belief. There was, they had a muna. It wasn't strong enough, but they had a they had the belief in themselves that there is a creator, because you have to remember that old times, people did believe there was a creator. They just felt 
that Hashem gave over certain things to the sun, to the moon, and to this and to that. But they believe sort of there was a creator. Cloudy soul, you know, really had in themselves there was a, a creator. You know, it's very interesting before I begin this Torah that the t- Hashem says, Ekya Hashem Ekya. So Rashi says, what does that mean? I am with you in this exile, I am with you in the next exile. You know, the truth is, there's a famous question, because Hashem told Yaakov Avini, when you're coming down in Mitzrayim, I'm coming with you. What does that mean, I'm coming with you? The Shechina went into exile with Yaakov. So the presence of Hashem, which represents the Shechina, was there too. So what does the Pasig mean? You know, like all of us, I'm with you. I was there with you. So I, I just want to explain this before we get on to this Torah. It's a very, 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 very powerful thing that Hashem told us. And I explained it with a marshal. And I said, you know, a child is sick and the mother is sitting right next to the child. Anyone who raises children knows when the children are not feeling well, they quetch and they want mom to sit there. Just even to get older, they don't want to say it, but they really want someone to be sitting with them. Just, uh, but what? it's comforting because when you're not well, you are in pain and you feel lonely. There's a great loneliness that comes all of us, all humans. When we're in pain, physical, emotional pain, there's a loneliness and we want comfort. We want not to be alone. So I, gave, I explained a person is sitting right next to his, uh, the child. But the child is unconscious. He doesn't feel the mother sitting there. When the child gets back to his consciousness, ah, knife sees the mother sitting right there. Before, you know, Moshe Beni came, Hashem, the Shechina was in Mitzrayim, but we were, our conscience was not there because we were, which is called in Chesidus, the Das was in Golos. Our present, our mind did not feel the presence of Hashem. It was, we were busy thinking about everything but Hashem, which often what we do all day, we're busy thinking about everything, everything, but ever think about Hashem. So our mind sort of was in a coma. They didn't think about it. Moshe Rabbeinu came and he says, no, Hashem is gonna wake you up. The power of Moshe Rabbeinu, the power of Tzaddikim, is to wake us up, to make us aware, and feel the Shechin is there with us. That's a whole new thing. You know what I mean? I mean, we believe, the faith is that believe Hashem is with us, but we don't, you know, it's not a two-way street. Hashem is here, but we don't feel the presence of Hashem. So when you, the, the, when Hashem said to Moshe, Ek Yashe what does that mean? That really means I am there, that you're gonna be aware that I am there. That you, you, it's not just in a coma, you're gonna feel the presence of Hashem. This is the most powerful thing, is to be aware and feel that Hashem is with you because we all go through our trials and tribulations in life. Our ups and our downs and our struggles. But when a person could say, I feel Hashem is here, it is the most soothing thing in the world. So this is what Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, this really has to do that all tzaddikim had the power. All great tzaddikim, the teachings, from the Tanya to the, 
Rabbi Nachman, great clarity. It was the sole purpose that we should be aware of God's presence. Not just a one-way street. It should be a two-way street, sort of, to say. That we are, you should feel Hashem, and, and even Hashem is there, but we should be connected and feel that presence of Hashem. So this is what, you know, the Torah is teaching us. That, uh, but coming back, but we need to all this, we need the general emuna. Another thing what Amnachem Nuri says about faith, he says, what how emuna is in, in, in Hebrew, Lushna Kodesh, emuna also means to grow. It says, he oimene sadasa, Mordechai raised Esther. You know, Esther was adopted by Mordechai, and he raised it. So the word oimen means to raise, to, to, bring, to grow. When a person has faith, he always grows. Because life always has things that pull us down. Always. You know, even no matter how lucky you are, things, not always things work. It could be the business, it could be the job, it could be the children, and it could be so many other things, factors in life that come, which pull us down. Faith gives a person the strength, the very, very strong thing, to not to falter no matter what happens. That's the power of Amuna. Amuna means to, to, to grow. So that's why, you know, Amuna is also called the foundation of Yiddishkeit. Because, you know, as much faith you have, that's how much you grow. You know, a building could only be as high as the foundation is built well. The foundation is not as a shallow foundation. I remember when the Twin Towers came down, I never realized how deep that foundation was. I think if I remember clearly, it was always, it was some 11 stories, something deep in the ground. The foundation was built. You need to build such a tall building, you need the deep foundation to, uh, to have you know, life going through. The stronger Yamuna, the stronger the foundation, the more you can tolerate. The more you don't get frazzled. The more you are you know, focused. The more you know what's, you know, even though things don't go your way and things are troubling, you don't fall apart. So that's why Yamuna is something that we need all the day, all time. You know, it's something that should be in our lips and know that, uh, you know, the Rebbeinu Shalilam is with us all the time. In every situation, and no matter what we do, Hashem is there. So let me, let's read in English over here what he says. He says like this. Faith is the most important thing of all. That is what the first introduction. The most important thing is having faith. Because the more a person has, again, faith, the more you, you, you devote it to the thing that you, you know, someone told me, he's a salesman, and he said the first thing they told him as a salesman, you better believe in the, in the thing that you're selling. Otherwise, it's not going to work. You got, and if not, you got to act with this. That is 100%, you know, then you could sell. You could sell the broken bridge to someone if you really, you know, believe that it's yours. You mean, if, if you are really have the moon with yourself, then you are, then anything that go, in Yiddish, you do. I believe. I believe my davening counts. I believe my tone counts today. I believe every, I'm acting in kosher counts. That to do it. I believe the way, 
my you know, wife acts counts or how, how I raise my children. That means faith gives the person the strength to believe that everything means, has a great meaning in life. So he says, faith is the most important thing of all. He says, each person must search himself to see whether his faith is complete and he must constantly strengthen his fa- himself in faith. Always give yourself chizuk as we call it in faith. Strengthen yourself and tell yourself continuously about faith. I mean, you know, even though you believe, but there's a part that you've got to give yourself, feed yourself with faith. Now, this is possible, you know, because faith is, is something which we become sort of, we ignore it. You know, we just don't pay attention. It's a, the, so the truth is what the faith is to be aware and alertness and to be of a, a, a muna, to be there in the, in, in the faith. And the continuous strengthening, and the way to say, just close your eyes and say, I believe because I believe. Because sometimes when we go through a tough time, everyone, I always tell people, no one came to my office and said why when things go well. It hasn't happened. In all my years as a rabbi, why always when things go bad? Because when things go good, you know why it's good? It's me. But when things go bad, that's when people all of a sudden, why, why, why? Truth is that, and every person has that why. That why, every person has inside, why is this happening to me? And if you feed yourself with faith, you say, I believe that Hashem is aware about this. He knows. And he knows my pain. He wants me to daven for the pain. Like last week's passion, Hashem listened to the cloudy, so they screamed. Shuma, Hashem heard this scream. Hashem wants us to daven. I always say this. This is very important. Many people think, Hashem knows my pain. Why do I have to daven? You know, to have a relationship with any person is, is you, you inform the person. You get connected this way. I, 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 I always say over this story where a lady once told me, a mom tells me, Son is in soil, and she tells me, I wish he has a headache. And I said, what? He says, when he has a headache, he calls me. Otherwise, he never calls me. Sometimes Hashem sends us our problems. He wants us to call. The Gemara says that why did the Ovois not have children? Avram had very hard time children. Yitzchak had very hard time children. The Moors, Rochel had such a Hashem wants us to daven. Simple. He wants us to daven. Pray, so that the praying that we, that we does will connect us to Hashem. That's what he says. So he goes on. For due to a lack of faith, he says, terrible afflictions arise against which medicines, prayer, and sesame are ineffective. You know, Nachman says over here, that a person doesn't have faith, even the simple medicines don't work. It's very frightening. You know, the common medicine that you, you, you know, there is, it, there's something very, very interesting, which many people don't know that, that, you know, there are medicines and there are great medicines out there, but there's certain percentage of the population do not react to medication. People don't know this. I had a close friend of mine who would, uh, he works in the research, doctor works in research, and he told me there's many, many such things, antibiotics and sometimes other men, it works for generally for eighty percent of the population, but certain medicines even less. Why is this? There's no magic bullet. Isn't isn't it amazing? 
we, should ha- we would love to have one medication for all our problems. So Rabbi Nachman says, a very, he has a lower length, and I'll explain this, what he says. And the Gemara says, a very interesting Gemara to explain what Rabbi Nachman says. He says, the Gemara says this way, the word emuna, the Gemara relates, means zrom is planting. Medicines usually are herbs that are planted. And herbs to do an effect has to be processed in certain ways. When there's a lack of faith in the Rabbani Shalom, these medicines do not work, he says. And he has a long explanation because it has to be, the, the medicine has to be cut at certain times, it has to be produced in certain ways, and, and after everything is done, it doesn't work for everyone. And if you have a lack of faith, it, that's when the trouble comes, he says. Doesn't say over here not to use medication, that's a whole separate question. But the fact that it doesn't work, he says, has to do because when you don't have faith, the, the, the it's called in Hebrew, it's called the Zeroam, the Seder has Zeroam. The Seder means there's a certain way it has to grow and how it accomplishes, that does not fit. And that's why the medicine doesn't help. So what he's saying really is faith makes medicine work. Now there's a separate question that people ask me all the time. Why does Hashem make us ill? Well, let me, let me explain something. This is not something which the Balami Kabbalah explain. The Balami Kabbalah is a very interesting thing they say. When Adam Arishim, before he sinned, his body was perfect. His soul was perfect. His emotional thing was perfect. He, you know, he didn't, everything was perfect. After he sinned, there was a mixture of good and bad. Like I always tell people, who does not need a dentist? You know, I asked the dentist in my shul, when was the last time you see the dentist? They also go to the dentist. And they, you know, the dentist tells me, make sure you brush your teeth and make sure you, you know, all these make sures. But they do it, and they also need a dentist. Why, why, is, why do we all need a dentist? I mean, most of you went to eye doctors. Why is it that way? You know, it could have been perfect. Just like our body's not perfect, and everyone has also emotional imperfection. As we say Yiddish, Mishigasan, in English we call us idiosyncrasies. We all have our, our craziness. We all, why is this? Why can't it be perfect? Why can't you say I'm, you know, and in, in the Nishoma, the soul of a person is also imperfect. Every person has an imperfection. That was when the, when the Udamarishin sinned, there was Taruis Toivara. There was a whole mixture. The trick I always tell people in relationship is to accept each other's shortcoming. You know, I always tell young people when I talk to them, I always say to them, I have to accept myself, I have to accept my wife. I have to accept my own Mishigasen, my own shortcomings, not to be annoyed with myself. I have to accept my wife, and I have to accept the people around me, because we all have things, this imperfection. That was Daruvah's Torah. So oh, the Rabbani Shalom, the ticking for all this, believe it or not, the ticking for all this is our prayer. The Rabbani Shalom reminds us, you need glasses, you need an eye doctor, you need a dentist. No, you can wake up. I woke up two weeks ago, out of nowhere, my mouth blew up and it was full of pain. 
The Bani Shalom knocked on my door, told me, you know, to take care of it. We have, and the ticket for it is not just going to the doctor, it's to dive into the Bani Shalom. It's to pray and get connected. See, there's no perfection. No one has like, you know, many people, I always tell people, you know, this community happens to be a wealthy community, so I always tell people that poor people have poor problems, and rich people have rich problems, but it is, it's major problems. The problem that poor people have, the rich don't, but the rich have their problems. You know, I watch this, you know, I, without going into details, I want because they are blessed with money, they, their children just don't want to go to work and have trouble with the children and things happen. There's, there's no perfection. You know, we, we only dream, if only I'd have the money, everything would be good. I, I've seen people with all the money and, the, and they have their enormous heartaches. So, the Rabbanisham, this is how the world is now. And the Rabbanisham wants us to connect to him and our faith. Because, you know, the, the, to explain this even more in, a, in, a, in another level, Hashem could have created us in a way we don't have to eat, we don't have to sleep, we don't have to shower. I mean, why was the world created? Do you ever notice that we're busy with ourselves from the first moment we wake up? We're busy. We have to use the facility. We got to take a shower, and we got to get dressed. And after that, you got to eat, and you got to, you know, make it like a little simple. You know why? Because the revolution wants us to be connected. You know, I was asked to come in a meeting about. Uh, I'm not an expert at this, but I just said my. Uh, common sense asked about high-risk teenagers. So someone asked in the meeting, asked why is, did it happen now? You have so much high-risk teenagers. I said, it's very simple. They have too much time to their hands. Humans, when they have too much time, get into trouble because humans don't know how to sit still. So, you know, they don't have the pressure to go make a living. If they would have the pressure, if you, you don't work, it used to be when I was a young teenager, if you didn't go, go to school, you had to go to work and you had to feed yourself. We are blessed with this great luxury that parents could help the children go to college and they spoil them with everything, get them a car. Like I once said over here, a father tells me, his son calls him up, Dad, you don't like me. Why, why, why is it not like me? I want a new car. So he tells me, I could have sent him a brand new car. That's not the problem. But the way he said it to me, he says, why does he have such chutzpah? Because the Bunshan blessed us. We are blessed. Truthfully, he says, we are blessed beyond imagination. No one dreamt that you could have such an incredible, practical you know, life that we have. We're sitting in the room, the steam is on. You know, the good old days, you had a fireplace in the corner and everyone huddled around it. Now, in a few minutes, some of us are going to get too hot, someone's going to get too cold, but there's steam in the room. We are blessed. This is what we are blessed. And you don't want to, if it's raining, you just get into your car and you put on the heat and you put on the window wipers and you put on. I, I tell people, can you imagine in my car, I have a 15 band playing, maybe even more. It's a CD. You think they had such music? 
You can have the music. We, can have, we are blessed. Beyond imagination we are blessed. And for that reason it has its problems. The Rabbani wants us to be connected with him. So what the Nachman is saying here in the long Torah is saying, faith makes medicines work. Even though Hashem wanted, this is how it happened, after Taruvis, I explained, but the medicine works when you have faith. When you have faith, you, when you go out and eat, it, it is a blessing. You go out and make panasa, it is a blessing. You call the business meeting, and, you, uh, and your success is the more faith you have, it is a blessing inside the business deal that he did. That's what says uh, uh, in the word emuna. There's a verse in Mishle that calls it blessing. It means there is blessing in faith. The blessing of Hashem. And the reason is very simple to understand. Because if you're close to Hashem, He wants to bless you. You know, we all have friends. We have you know, we all have children. Many of us have children. You know, many of us have parents and siblings. We are closest to the sibling who's, who is emotionally there for you. You know? I have a Hashem blessed with many siblings. And some of my siblings, I talk all the time. Some of them, for the birthday, I will call them up. And, uh, you know, hi, and yantav. And, you know, it's, it's a, somehow it's, uh, you're not there for each other. You are there for each other when you feel the other person is there for you. You are there for the other person. The Rabbani Shem is also with us this way. If you are there for him, he is much more eager to be with you. Now, this doesn't mean now, all of a sudden, all our problems will disappear with faith. Because, the, you see, you have to remember, the Rabbani Shem sent us down in this world with great challenges. As I expect, explained a few weeks ago, Yaakov Avini, Hashem told him, Hinei unoichi imoch, I am with you. Now, I always ask people, why didn't Hashem tell Yaakov Avini this way? You know, Esav is coming, call his bluff. He ain't going to do anything to you. He could have told him ahead of time. He could have told him, love on is crying to cheat you, don't worry, he ain't going to get his way. Yosef disappears, don't worry, don't cry, it's a bluff. He's around the corner. The Rabbani Shalom gave each and every one of us a challenging life. Yaakov had a very hard life, the 130 years. But every one of us has their challenges in life and our struggles. Faith makes it easier, faith makes us closer, and faith makes the ticken that we need to be taken a very high level. So what I'm not going to say again, faith helps medicine work, helps your business work. It sort of pumps into the, in all these things that it should be really work in a, in, 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 in a way. That, you know, if you go to the last line, he says, faith is also the main factor, he says, the last line if you see, and involved in revealing ancestral merit by which a person may be healed. Sometimes the only way we could get help is called schis of us, merit of our ancestors. That also only works, as Nachman says, with faith. If you have no faith, even that doesn't work. So we, in order to have schis of us, that that should work, we need faith. That's what he's saying over here. <clears throat> 
by which a person may be healed, and the efficiency of prayer to accomplish what a person seeks also deeply dependent on faith. What do you say? Mona is faith. And he's the same thing. And, and he says the, the, the most important thing, what he says over here also, is davening, the Rabbanisham listens to our prayer as strong as our faith is. If you really believe in Hashem, He will listen to your prayer. You know, I like to say over a very interesting, very, very, very interesting passage in the Torah. I'll just say it in English without quoting the verses. You know, there's a, in Pasha Shaftim, there's a, a whole Pasha where Tori says, the general, it's called the Koyin HaMashiach, gets up and makes an announcement. But the Torah says before that, that when you go to war, Hashem says, I am going to be with you. I am fighting for you. And you're going to win the war. Now, this is going to assault to fight the, the, the seven nations. The, the commentaries explain, what does that mean? No one is going to fall. No one will die. And no one is going to die. And you're going to win the war. Because I am going with you to war. The general gets up and he makes an announcement. And one of his announcements is, if you're afraid to go to war, go home. So the Gemara asks a very interesting, why should he go home? No one is going to die anyway. So what, you're afraid? So what? You know, a person has to control his emotions. So he's afraid. Stay, stay in the war. The Gemara says, you know why? He says, the Ramban explains, because if you don't have faith that you're going to win the war, you will going to die. The blessing that Hashem said that you're going to win, no one is going to get hurt, works connected with your faith. If you have deep faith, then the faith makes you that you things are going to work. So when you dabble with something and you have faith, it helps. The Muna connects you to the faith and that makes it that fill of Hashem listened. That means Hashem will help you if you have it. So you dive into Hashem and you believe this is going to make sort of that Hashem is going to listen. So the more faith you have, the more you can expect that Hashem will listen to you and Hashem will accept your praise. <clears throat> you know, and, and, and the evening prayers... After Krishna, we say, Amunu Kalzois. In the morning, after Krishna, we say, Emes, Vyatsev. And at night, we say, Amuna. So the, the reason it is, the night represents the darkness of us. And the truth is, most people get at night, and they're tired, and they're agitated. And that's how Hashem makes it. At night, when, we're, when things are dark around us, that's what we need, Amunah. You should know that Nachman says in another place, it's really based on the Zohar, that a person strengthens his face every night when it comes dark. And I believe in Hashem, repeats himself. The fact that he repeats this faith, that he believes that everything is bashed, things will turn around the other way in his life. It's called... It's called in, in, in Kabbalah. I mean, sometimes things are just, everything you're doing just doesn't work out. Sometimes, you know, you do something, this doesn't work You know, you have our, every person has that in life sometimes. Whatever I'm doing is just not working. 
And he says, the Muna, when you're and it's at night and you tell yourself, I believe in Hashem, it's called Amtoka Sadina, and things turn around. We'll go the right way. When a person, and another thing he says in another place, not just having faith at night, but telling yourself that God loves me also makes Amtoka Sadina. Just to say, Hashem loves me. Over and over again, that also brings into a person, it's called Amtukasadim. I mean, the truth is, you are extremely loved by Hashem. You know, this is a problem amongst humans. There are many people who have a hard time accepting love, period. But whatever the hell they grew up in, whatever the situation, have a hard time accepting that someone could care and love you, period. But the truth is, we, ha- we have a harder time accepting that God loves us. Because we have a very childish way of looking at it. If he really loves us, then, then I, as I say, I have a Rav list that has to be filled in. This has to kill, this should kill, and the, the business, and the children, and the Shaduchim, and, and you know, all my headaches should just disappear. It doesn't work that way. God loves you no matter what. He loved Yaakov, he loved Avram, and, and they had major issues in their lives. Shem loved Avram. You know, look at the story of Hogan and Soda. And you know, look, look at Ishmael. Look at, uh, 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 look at Yitzchak, who was blind. Look at Yaakov. Yaakov went through such trouble in life. Yeah, we have a lot. You think the love of God wasn't incredible there? Doesn't see, we have a very immature way of looking at things. If you love me, just smooth everything out. Doesn't work that way. Every one of us, every one of us is challenged every time, every day in life. Every person's life, is, you know, as I tell people, just like you're custom made, you don't look like anyone. There's no one in this globe look like you, ever will look like you. You know, I, I called up my daughter-in-law, when she had the first child, so I tell her, Mazel Tov, and I said to her, you have a baby, never look this way, you never, no one ever will look this way. She doesn't know what I'm talking about. I says, don't you realize this child is unique of unique? No one ever looked this way since Chava, and no one is going to look this way to the end of the world. Isn't it amazing? Every one of us is custom made. The way we look, and the, our life is custom made. The way who you marry and what happens to you, your aggravation, your ups and your downs, and who you meet, who you don't meet, and the tribulations, and the pain, and the happiness. It's not just chance. It is custom made. Now, if you tune into it and you believe in Hashem, then it eases the pain enormously, and very often a big pain goes away. doesn't mean that life come smooth, you know. We have this childish feeling about life, that life has to be, you know, smooth, and everything goes nice, and wonderful, and chick chak and the baby should never be crying, and you know, and all shidduchin should work, and uh, that's not how it is. The truth is that life has its hardships. That's what Hashem created this, this for, for many, many, many reasons. The faith gives a person the strength to move on and realize not to fall apart. Yes. So, so 
is what? It's true. Emuna makes very sometimes certain pains. Let's just take an illness. It, it's bashed. Why this person has this type of an illness? I have a young guy in one of my classes in, 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 in a smicha program. Young guy. He was he was born with a terrible back. He has such back problems. You know. I said to him, you know, you're only 19 years old. This is you know. Yeah, 40 year olds, but well, you know. Anyways, he's got this is Bashet. Sometimes he says the medicine works, sometimes the medicine doesn't work. So, when uh, what Abnachman is saying, this is Bashet for this guy to go through this. When, when it's when a house in Muna, probably it will be more often things are going to work for him than not going to work for him. Doesn't mean when a person has a Muna that all of a sudden life becomes sweet. Yaakov had great faith, and he had a hard life. But many people don't realize it's not just lady had a hard life. The Medrash says clearly, Yaakov, when he was in conception with his brother, Esau and Yaakov, from then he had trouble from Esau. He didn't even have a peaceful nine months in his mother's womb. The Chazal say, the Gemara says, it's in the Medrash, the most peaceful thing for, if we could go back to our memory, which unfortunately we can't, but the many great Sadiq were able to do it, said, Eve said, Eve went through, called Job in English, Eve went through and he says, I remember the time when I was my mother's wound, it was the most peaceful, sweet time. Yaakov didn't even have that. So he came into this world with a brother fighting with him right then. It was his, uh, he was uh, fighting with him. And Yaakov had all his problems. But faith does, it smooths out and very often the edges, and sometimes totally would take away the pain. See, the truth is this way. Let me, let me explain it even in a much deeper way. <laughs> you know, a big part of the pain that we have is in our mind. And let me give you a motion. I, uh, I was, I was sitting in a meeting with two, two partners. You know, they were trying to figure out the monetary things. And they were talking that that day they were served with a lawsuit. They have many stores and one partner doesn't get excited. That's why we get paid for a lawyer. They got all nervous and it was all jittery. And he tries to tell them, why is this part of the business? This, this is part of the business, you know. We have many stores and we were served with the lawsuit. And that's why we have the part of our business of having an in-house lawyer. Uh, you know, this guy, not because he had faith, that's how he looks at it. You know, running a business, his other partner, it was all shaken up. I want to tell you something. They are extremely successful, Baruch Hashem. Young people, incredible successful. Still, he was shaken up. Big part of the pain is the way you perceive things, the way you see. Menachemus says, if our das would be clear, know that this is good, then the pain is much less. I say over a story, when my youngest child was born, my wife had to have a cesarean, and she had a, a hernia operation done at the same time. The doctor figured that at the same time, fixed the hernia. 
her very close friend, just a few, also that time had a hernia operation. Her friend kvetched to my wife all day long. The hernia and hernia, and, her, and she's not a kvetch. Not generally, she's a good friend. No, no. My wife didn't kvetch. No, my wife knows how to kvetch too, don't worry, but she didn't. The reason she didn't, there was a baby there. There was a baby. She was so happy. Everything, all, all this just disappeared. There was a baby there. But if it's just a hernia and there's no baby, it is big painful. It's the way you perceive things. When you have a muna, faith, you see that these things didn't work out. It is exactly the way a shaman, it just takes the pain out of it. I mean, there could be two people, uh, be two, two, two salesmen. One gets rejected. You know, I recently told the guy, you cannot be a salesman because you get so hurt when you're rejected. A salesman has to have skin as hard as who knows what because, you know, from 10 phone calls, if one gets through, you're lucky and they don't hang up on you. So, you know, you, just, you have to be made. Now, there are certain people, if someone just says the smallest thing, rejection, they get shaken up. So it has a lot to do It has a lot to do way we see things. If you have a muna, it strengthens you and it says, it is Bashir. Now it's not easy. When you're going through a hard time, it's, you don't see the light of the end of the tunnel, it's not so easy. But the more muna you have, the stronger the muna have, the easier it is the pain gets eased out. Yes? So the Hashem, so that's the question. Why didn't Hashem tell Yaakov that it's a bluff? Don't be worried about Esau. Hashem didn't tell him. Hashem wanted, Yaakov needs this challenge. And he has to be afraid. And let's see how he's going to take care of the challenge. He has to daven, he has to do, do everything he did had to be done. Hashem could have told him, Yosef disappears. When I was a young child, it always bothered me. Yosef disappears. Why didn't Hashem tell Yaakov? He's around the corner. Don't worry. He's coming home. He's going to be king. Doesn't tell him. That is part. Hashem does not tell anyone the future. Dovid the Melech begged Hashem. Please tell me a little bit of my future. We all would like to have a CD, just a snip of, you know, what's going to be in five years, four, six years. Just a little bit. Just tell me a little bit. And that's what David Amalek begged Hashem. Tell me a little bit. Hashem says, no. To David Amalek who wrote Tillam, who davened all the time. This is the challenge of life. You don't know. No one could, no one could tell you the future. No, you know, people sometimes come to me and ask me, you think it's a good shidduch, it's not a good shidduch, and your business says, how would I know? Hashem doesn't tell anyone. Hashem doesn't tell Yaakov, didn't tell him his future. How could he tell us? You have to have faith. You have to do, do uh, you know, push yourself, do the right thing. In life, the Rabbi Hashem does not say, and he wants us to, but when you have a muna, things are fall into place much easier, and the pain is much less. I'll watch you. No, no, I'll watch you. You know what it means, I'll watch you? Yaakov said, 
My grandfather, you didn't say I'm going to watch you. My father, you also didn't give him the blessing. Why are you giving me the blessing to be watched? I'm in trouble. I have to be watched. You know, a guy goes to the doctor. I've said this once. A guy goes to the doctor. The doctor makes a bunch of tests. And he, you know, can't figure out what's wrong. Comes in, sits down. The office closes the door. And the doctor sits down and looks him in the eyes. Don't worry. I'll take good care of you. I'll watch you. In Yiddish, we say his kishkes fell out. You know, his guts fell out. I thought you told me you found nothing. You go home. If you're going to watch me, take care of me, I know I'm in trouble now. Hashem tells to Yaakov, I'm going to watch you. You didn't tell it to my grandfather. You didn't tell it to my father. Why are you telling it to me? Uh oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's waiting for me? Yaakov was, uh, you know, he knew he's going to have a hard life. Hashem said very clearly, I'm going to watch you. This is the challenge of every one of us. And the truth is, not only does Hashem watch Yaakov, He watches every one of us. From then on, you are being watched. Hashem is watching. We don't pay attention. But sometimes it hits us over the head. Sometimes, sometimes people tell me there's things that happened good that there's no way He could figure it out. I've heard this from lots of people sometimes. And I point it out, you know, how did this happen? You know, uh, you know, let it be a business, let it be the, for the children, a shidduch. Sometimes out of, out of the ordinary, if you pay attention. Sometimes we don't realize because we don't pay attention. This is something you have to tell you, feed, you have to feed faith to yourself every day. Because no one's life is smooth. No one's. The, the trick it is, is continuously figure out, you know, how to smooth things with faith. Yes. Well, do you know anyone who, who died without troubles? I don't know anyone. I know a per no one. Well, let me just say, every person, when they're young, it's young troubles, middle-aged, middle troubles. When you're old, you have your old troubles. You know, life is, you know, you know the, when I was young, they used to say the retiring golden age. What happened to that golden age? I watched many people, you know, retire and they, they got sick as soon as they were not busy. I have some of my shoe. You know, I begged him for years to stop working. As soon as he stopped working, he got sick. And it didn't take long, he just died. He finally had the golden age. We need, we see, we need to pray every day. When we're young, we need our young prayers. We're middle, we need our prayers. The Gemara says you should daven. Listen to this Gemedish. The Medrash says you should daven that you should not lose your eyesight when you get old. You should, the Gemara says, the Gemara gives a marshal. A very cute marshal the Medrash gives. And he says, be friendly to the doctor in town. You know, the good old days, there's one doctor in town. Be very friendly to the doctor in town. And, and you know, always make sure you're good terms. When you need him, he should come to you. Because you're not going to be friendly with him. When you need him, he ain't going to come to you. So Gemara says, that's why you should always dive into Hashem. Not to get sick. Not to, when you get old, not to lose your eyesight. Not to look you walking. Not to look your hearing aid. And continuously, 
You should daven even how you're going to leave this world. I always tell myself that the greatest thing that's going to happen to us is when we're going to exit this world. No one knows how, when, and where. No one. David Melech didn't know. The only thing Hashem said to King David, Shabbos, it's going to happen. That's it, he told him. David Melech thought he'll outsmart the Malchamovas, but he couldn't. But the, the, the Shem doesn't tell us. So the mother says, Davin, that you should die a peaceful death. There are people who die horrific deaths. So there's no, you know, person has to all his life Davin. From, you know, from having a, before conception, having a baby, raising the children, getting married, finding Shidduch for your children, business, everything. Yes. Well, we don't know if it's going to turn out well. You know, the big Sadiqim had a lot of problems. We don't. We just daven. Yes, yes, it does help. Davening helps. Person davens, it helps that the problems gets gets relieved. It's true. Person does daven, and very often, I've, I've seen people miracles happen to them. I uh, literally saw people. Some people, I know a guy whose business was terrible and he davened and things turned around. I know people who didn't have, you know, with children didn't have children, things turned around. I know, I even know, I know, I, I've seen plenty of miracles with the power of prayer. So you just gotta daven. Next thing you gotta do, and not to forget, is to smile all day. Well, before, because when you're happy, you could, you could be in a much better mood to have a Muna. When you're down and you're depressed and kvetchy, it's very hard to connect to a faith. Now when you're unhappy, and, and that's why I tell people, if there'd be a Yetzirah in happiness, we would be happy. There is no Yetzirah being happy. The Yetzirah doesn't want you to smile. Why, don't you, why does he want you? Give, you, you know, give a smile, everything will be good. He doesn't want you to smile. So happiness is extremely important. Yes? No, he paid it. So the, the commentary says he, he it, uh, Yoda means he, it, he saw that it's the right time to take care of it now. He suffered enough, now's the right time to take it. Right. Okay. Yeah. You should have a great day.